How about it, y'all? You got the Lake Seminole Ramblings Fishing Report. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Seminole Guide Service. You want to catch a giant? The guides at Seminole Guide Service can help you break your personal best. Give them a call today at 229-481-5550 or visit online at www.seminoleguideservice.com. Remember, we are on Apple and Google Podcasts. Giving us a five-star review on those platforms will help our continued growth. So, hey, what are you waiting on? We have an awesome show lined up for you today, so I'm going to hush and get on to the show. All right, water condition report for y'all. The lake continues to be low, 76.5. That is a foot under the full pool. Flint River, normal stain to clear in the back, 85.87. Spring Creek clear 86 to 88. Fish Pond Drain clear 86 to 88. Yes, it is this warm right now. Chattahoochee River slight stain 85. A big congratulations to our local Bainbridge Bearcat Hammers, Bowen Brown and Shane Deal, for winning the Georgia High School Association State Bass Fishing Championship. The tournament was held on Clarks Hill, and the boys qualified for it earlier this year by taking third place here on their home lake at Seminole with 14 pounds and 8 ounces. And in typical tournament fishing fashion, Saturday morning they were hit with an extensive weather delay, but the boys were smart and they didn't lose their vision. They were able to catch 15 fish, the best five going for 16 pounds, 12 ounces, good enough for the top spot and the championship title. First time ever for Bainbridge bringing home a fishing championship to add to the extensive list of state championships across all sports. Boys, we're proud of y'all. Can't wait to see what the future holds. Oh, Lord, we got a monster bass alert, y'all. Monster bass alert incoming. Let's see what this is. Oh, monster bass alert. Looks like Percy Williams III with, what is this, an 11 Y'all, an 11 from the upper Flint. Uh, not even going to try to do it justice. We're just going to have to bring Percy on here himself and tell us about the uh, story and about the fish. I believe it was on Mother's Day. Uh, let's bring him on. Here's Percy Williams III, known as Percy Mack. Percy, man. So I was cruising around Facebook, and I see this video of you hollering like Ric Flair, old limo riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, fish catching, son of a gun. You just like me hollering, you know, like I said, uh, I caught a 10 in April and I was hollering Woo! all across the lake about 15 minutes. Everybody came and then I stumbled on your video and, uh, I said, man, I got to get Percy on here, but, uh, y'all Percy has caught a 11 pound bass and, uh, he's topped, he's one of me so far this year. So we got to bring him on and, and hear a story and, uh, Percy, we want to hear, from the second your feet hit the floor till you went to bed, we got to hear the whole paint the whole picture for us, brother. Okay, uh, I appreciate you having me on. First off, bro, it's absolutely. Thank you so um, much for coming and taking time yes, to be sir. here. Yes, sir, most definitely. Um, so Mother's Day, uh, my friend Ken he he called me early and asked me uh, would I like to go fishing. So uh, I, you know, I agreed. So we met up at the boat base um, unloaded the boat. You know, got everything situated just like a normal day. Um, on the way out, 
um, I told him, though, that uh, my mom had been on my mind all night and I woke up with her on my mind. So, you know, I said a little prayer and told my mom, make it a good day for us. So Ken, being a childhood friend, you know, he said a prayer with me and, you know, we went on up the river, went down the river, yes. right across from the sandbar. Um, I can't remember. It's something sweet springs, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, so we, we were just, you know, just tro trolling around in Wheat Springs. Um, we caught a few, uh, few bass, and I hadn't caught one. Just Ken and Christian and a few Eric and Mike T. They had caught a few. So me and Ken, we we still trying to get us a, a bass in the boat. So we were sitting at an angle facing the river with River Chase behind us, and I seen a few uh, tree limbs sticking out in the water. You know, and I figured since they were coming out the water, they had to be attached to something. So the way the current was moving, I figured I'll just throw, and I was throwing a Berkeley crawdads, black and blue. Mm. Um, so I, I just threw it off into the current and I was sitting down, honestly. I hadn't caught a fish. So it was just, just a normal cast in hopes of maybe a, a fish would be here. Okay. So I cast out. Um, I was sitting down, like I say, I picked my Gatorade up, man. I took a swig of my Gatorade, I put it down and I tightened my slack up. When I tied my slack up, bro, and I lift my rod just a little, I knew that either my bait was still moving in the current or this was a fish. So I lifted like maybe a millimeter more. I said, no, this is too heavy for the current. So mm. I reeled down just a little bit. And, and I mean, a hair lifted up again. I said, yeah, I got a fish. And when I set the hook, bro, I instantly stopped. And... <laughs> I mean, instantly. So I was like, oh, man, I hope I ain't got hung up. Like and so seven. I reeled like two times, bro. When I reeled those two times, he took off to the right. Mm. And the, the, the fast, the, the, how fast my line was going, I knew it was a big fish. But it, I didn't know it was that big. So, you know, my heart had started pumping. This is my first fish. You know, the adrenaline. I'm reeling, I'm reeling. When he jumped, Bro, it was like slow motion, big woolly coming up out the Pacific. <laughs> now, let I, me ask you, did it come all the way out of the water? Chris, it came all the, bro, it came yep. all the way out. Like okay, head, so. tail, body. That's what I'm saying. So the 10 that I caught, you know, a lot of people say, that a big fish, like 10 plus pounds, can't jump out of the water. And I call kind of BS on that because my 10 did the same thing you talk about. It was like she was like the drill sergeant for teaching fish how to fight. And she <laughs> threw everything at me, bro. I'm talking jumped in the air like two foot, just like you're talking like free willy come out and side, came out side slap the water. So, yeah, big fish will jump. So I'm glad to hear yours did that too. So. Anyway, go ahead, brother. She come out of the water like crazy. Yeah, and so he, when, when she come back on, she shot right up under the boat. At that moment, I was able to feel her. And I, I, it was just a quick pause. Like, I just wanted to feel that weight. Mm. Like, man, it felt, it, it's, it's an undescribable feeling for a fish that big. You know, it, it, it was it's undescribable, bro. So I reeled a couple more times. And when he come back around by the trolling motor, my friend Ken had the net, and he, he had screamed the net right when it jumped. Ken was like, I'm getting the net, I'm getting the net, I'm getting the net. <laughs> so he, he had the net ready. As soon as it come back around, you know, I'm really pulling the pole up, and he put him right in the net. And when he set him on that deck, bro, like, 
everybody in Bainbridge, if they would have been quiet, they would have heard my heartbeat. <laughs> it's some other kind of adrenaline rush. People that hadn't caught one don't understand. It ain't nothing like catching a five. When you get that 10 plus in the boat, it's like, you think like, is this what it's like to do crack? Like, oh my God. <laughs> so true, bro. It, like I, I describe, I hate to describe it in that manner, but that's the same way I describe how much I love fishing. Like I'm addicted. It's like a drug, bro. I can't get enough of like. So you to be honest, bro, I'm trying to I'm trying to convert my life over my career over to where I'm fishing for a living. So that's how much yeah. I really love. Absolutely. So you said you just started fishing a few years ago, is that right? Yes, sir. Summer of 2018. Um, I have a, a barber uh friend named Bear, and he took me fishing uh in in Adipogus at a, a family pond. And we went brim fishing, but I hadn't been, you know, at that time I was probably I think maybe 31, you know, subtract three years. Uh, so I hadn't been fishing since I was a child, really, with my grandfather. So that day, Chris, bro, it was, we caught probably 50 brim out that pond, and I haven't stopped fishing mm. since. I, I started watching YouTube. I started investing my money. You know, I, don't, I buy the best, not the best, best yet. You know, I can't afford the best, best, but oh, I, I can't get either. The, you know, <laughs> I get get the right stuff just so you know I could have a great time fishing. But bro, I love it. Like, like I said, I love it more not my career, which is me being a barber. So, That's just so even awesome. this is an honor, bro. This is such an honor. Just even with the, the 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 pro fishermen from around here, Matt Beatty, and a lot of guys that I fish with that, um, like Kristen Darley. You know, she mm -hmm. she don't consider herself a professional, but in my eyes, someone that's been fishing their oh, entire life. That, yeah, you know, she's they're, a they're hammer. Yeah, she's a hammer, bro. Yep, she is. She's a straight hammer. Yeah, so we talked about her a few weeks ago. Uh, she caught, she was part of our big fish week where we was all out there slaying them. And uh, I mean, it's it's unbelievable the, what kind of work she does out there. So she's definitely a hammer. Yeah, um, bro. So, yeah, so you have accomplished something uh, that Matt Beatty hasn't done. He told me the same thing. Uh, you know, that's that's saying that very humbly. You know, Matt is a, is one of the best guys out here. Um, he he but, is, bro. But, yeah, he told me that uh, when I caught that 10 in April, he said, you've done something I hadn't done. Um, so that's an honor, you know. And not to mention that, Percy, man, some people go their entire lives without catching um, a double-digit fish. So I, when I was 17, my granddaddy's from here, my dad's from here. Um, I just wasn't born here. I was the only Taylor to not be born here. Uh, when I was 17 – uh, I caught one that was 10 pounds. It was like my second day I'd ever fished the lake. And my dad was mad and my granddaddy laughed and laughed. And uh, you kind of ruined for life when that happened. So you in the same boat with me, that happened to you uh, pretty early uh, fishing. So welcome to the club, man. It's it's awesome feeling. I, I'm, I'm happy for you. Congratulations. And I'm, I'm glad you're able to do that and honor your mom. That's really great. So yeah, man, I appreciate it, bro. And just, just, just to have guys like you and, all the other fishermen from Bainbridge to recognize you, man. I'm so humble, bro. Like, because I'm trying to get the way you guys at with the the knowledge and the skill set to be able to go out and compete in tournaments. Cause that's ultimately a goal of mine. So just to have the respect and the acknowledgement from you guys, bro, I'm so humble and I really appreciate y'all, especially you bro for having me on your platform. Cause I know so many people listen. So I really am humble, bro. And I appreciate it. It's a brotherhood, man. It's it doesn't yeah. to me. Some guys are, of course, there's all all different kinds in life, but 
majority of the guys, uh, it's a brotherhood. And doesn't matter your skill set, uh, doesn't matter how long you do them, if you catch a that's a trophy. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's 10 plus pounds, it's a trophy and you deserve every bit of credit that's due. Um, so that's, that's what this is about. It's a brotherhood. It's a friendship. Even if you don't know somebody, you're all connected that you bass fish. So I'm starting to see it, man. I'm loving it to be honest, to be connected with so many great men from everywhere, bro. But to also just make new friends here in my hometown that I may not be as familiar with, bro. I love it, bro. So I definitely agree with you. It's a lovely brotherhood. Absolutely. So, yeah, now that you're back, we'll have to go out sometime uh, and uh, show you some spots and try to stick a couple more. But, man, that's uh, did you take it to the taxidermist? That's the that's the next question. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking for one, bro, to be honest. Um, I've called a few places, but I think this week be the week where I just pull up on a few of them and talk to them in person and uh, hopefully drop it on off to someone. I believe there's a place on Spring Creek Road that does taxidermy. Uh, okay coming towards gyms i'll check on it okay. for you and let you know but yeah i okay. did the same thing I, I took my i think it's like a rite of passage you take your first double digit and it goes on the wall so yeah yeah you know, i can't wait to hang him up that's awesome well percy congratulations again man thanks so much for coming on and uh hopefully next week next week you'll catch another one we can have you back on oh man i appreciate that bro <laughs> thank awesome. you for having me bro absolutely Man, that is awesome. Uh, if you guys want to hop over to our Facebook page, we have uh, the video right after Percy got that fish in the boat um, and him hollering like Ric Flair, just like I like to do. So uh, check that out on our Facebook page. Again, congratulations, Percy, and thanks for coming on the show. The Pearson's Bassmaster Disaster Invitational Tournament was held on Friday, three days before the full moon held true this day as six 20-pound bags were weighed in. I apologize as I do not have any more information as there is none online about this invitational tournament or the winners and or final results. Uh, congratulations to the guys that won this tournament. If y'all have any information, reach out to me on our Facebook page so I can publish these uh, results. Obviously, the bass fishing is phenomenal right now. Shad spawn's still going on. Now we're starting to see grass shrimp molten. Uh, finding the grass shrimp molt floating means you are in a really good area. Remember the food chain. Photoplankton and grass shrimp bring the shad. Shad and the grass shrimp bring the needlefish, brim, crappie, and the bass. They're all going to be in that same area. So if you see this, concentrate on this area. Fish these areas with spinner baits and swim jigs in the morning transitioning to a Carolina rig or a Texas rig, or a frog in the topped out grass around brim beds. Uh, topwater bites are picking up real well. Walking baits and prop baits are doing well, as well as buzz baits. We are keeping an eye on some bass that have developed sores and are sickly looking. Randy Weaver brought it to my attention after catching a couple fish over six pounds that were weak and exhibiting a rash. He believes it's due to poor water quality has he seen something similar to this in the past? Could this be related to the catfish kill that we saw and discussed about a few weeks ago? I don't know. There have been questions brought up about the actual presence of the drip system, as we discussed in a previous episode. 
If you have confirmed sighting of the drip system installed, please reach out to us on Facebook and let us know. Speckle Purge Crappy Bike continues to be good with schools found in the ditches along the grass lines. It's really hard to not catch them, uh, especially when you're bass fishing with spinner baits. They're eating spinner baits, jigs, anything shad looking, rooster tails. Uh, my customer caught one on Wednesday that was 1.8 pounds. That was on a spinner bait. They biting and they big. Come on down. All right, Brim report. The uh, bluegill and shellcracker continue to bed all over the lake. All you have to do is drive down the lake and you'll smell them, set the boat down, and catch them. It's that easy. So I'm going to keep it that short for you. All you have to do is run around and smell them. Good luck. We will witness a blood moon lunar eclipse as I record this episode. And I'm hoping that the cloud cover will lift so I can record a video for y'all. But that does mean the fishing should be phenomenal, uh, at least for the next week. Won't be very much longer, and the summer bite will be on. And that's my favorite time of year, Big Fish City. So hang on. Y'all come on down. Let's go fishing. You've been listening to the Lake Seminole Ramblings Fishing Report. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Thank you so much for listening. Do us a solid. Head over to Apple or Google Podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, and give us a review. That little bit would help us continue growing. We'd really appreciate it. Make sure to head over to our website at www.seminolefishingreports.com. There, you will find a written report and info on how to run the lake safely if it's your first time. And while you're there, why not visit our friends, Lake Seminole Outdoors, Spring Creek Park Resort, At Ease Campground and Marina, Treasy Cuts Tree Service, Grassy Cuts, Lawn and Landscape, Extreme Tent and Detailing, and B3 Property Management. If you haven't come down to see us yet, what are you waiting on? And until next time, I'll see y'all later.